Hey, Buzzheads, welcome to the 70s Buzz Podcast. I'm Curtis Tucker. And I'm Todd Wheeler, bringing you our memories, or lack thereof, of growing up in the 70s. We are not a history podcast. We just want you guys to know that. Sometimes we get things wrong, and if you listen to us long enough, you're going to be screaming at your device trying to give us the right answers. Listen up as we recount growing up in the Midwest and our unique experience. Go to 70sbuzz.com for more info and leave us your thoughts. Let us know if you guys have any show ideas, if you'd like us to uh, get you on as an advertiser. And don't forget, please leave us reviews on your favorite podcasting app. Too much rigmarole is not a good thing. You know, you know, you got your riga and you got your marore. But if you get your rigmarole, then it's just, then it's just, everything's you know, out of whack. Everything's out of whack. <laughs> Dogs and cats living together. You know, you just don't know. Groundhog days in January, when it's supposed to be in April or something. Uh, I don't February second, dude. February second. Yeah, twice yet. Sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. One of these days, I forget what that guy says. Crack the I'm gonna try not to cough and sniffle too much. I forgot to take my medicine. Uh oh. I've been I've been fighting the crud since. Uh, almost two weeks now. The crud. The crud. Guess yes. what, Mr. Wheeler? Uh, I give up what? We're back! We're yeah. back! The boys are back in town! Hey, Buzzheads! We are back. Hopefully we are back on a regular schedule. We apologize for all the ups and downs over the holidays, and I think we even skipped a week, didn't we? We skipped. We didn't We didn't do New Year's Eve. Yeah. We, but we got Christmas Eve, and we did the week, week yeah. before that. So. Uh, we did good. So, well, well but, we missed one week. Yeah. Yeah, but we, you know, our numbers still did really well, so people are still chiming in. A little, little vacay there for us, but we are back, and if we can keep uh, coming up with subjects, you guys continue to send us those subjects. But if we can keep uh, coming up with show ideas, we're just gonna keep on trucking for a whole another year. Yeah, as long as you listen, we will talk because we like to talk. Yeah, don't forget, uh, you can always head over to iTunes and subscribe to us and get us on the new and noteworthy. Although I think we're way past that, but because uh, uh-huh. we're no longer new, now but uh, we're old timers now. Give us some uh, ratings and leave us reviews. Go ahead and email us and contact us and buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. You can leave phone messages at 580-541-3805. Give us show ideas. You guys continue to email us. We appreciate that. Uh, boy, we've been getting a lot of feedback more and more. Yeah, well, I want to know what everybody got for Christmas. Hey, you guys, let us know what you got for Christmas. I got this. You know, you did. You got a North Face. That's like the hot, hot, hot. Is it? Kind of. Champion <laughs> Champion, and, and North Face are pretty hot right now. I thought these now. have been around forever. Oh, they have, but so is Champion. But they, it cycles, you know. Oh. It's when somebody famous on Instagram wears it, uh, then all of a sudden it's cool again. Oh, uh, so we need to get that Instagram famous. Uh, yeah. Or TikTok. Well, no, it's not TikTok famous. It's <laughs> it's definitely Instagram. Is that the big one now? Yeah, it's the influencer one. It's, uh, you see somebody wearing something on Instagram. You you know, it's it's where them Kardashians hang out. Oh, is it? Yeah. I haven't been on Instagram in a while. I've been delving into the like I said earlier into the TikTok world, and that's that's a strange world over there. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to, but I've been doing a little more tweeter. Yeah, I've been doing a little more tweeter. And yeah, you 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 handle the tweeter because that that confuses me. I uh, love the old tweeter. Yeah. Uh, yes. So you never know. And so so speaking of uh, for our audience, so we don't bore them to death. Uh, I have been tweeting with Donnie Danny Bonaducci. Yeah. And uh, Corey Feldman. Yes. And I. Not quite sure what 70s movies we could pull out of Corey Feldman, but there's got to be one in there somewhere. So I have asked them both, uh, hey, you guys, you, you ought to be on an episode of our 70s Buzz podcast. And they both liked the comment. Oh, but, really? uh, so, you know, I don't want to be too pushy at this point, but I'll keep yapping with them. And so by the end of this year, we will have <laughs> either Danny Bonaducci or Corey Feldman on the show. I think I'd rather have Danny. Not that I well seventies buzz. He's more. He's, he's more, more seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey was more. He was big in the eighties. Yeah, huge in the eighties. So yeah, let's get Danny on Danny. the du- the douche. Is that what they call him? That's what his uh, Twitter handle is. The douche. How do you spell that? D o o c h. Oh, the douche. The douche. What's your Twitter handle? Oh, yeah, all right. It's Enid Buzz, oh. uh, but I don't do. 
I have ceased doing Enid Buzz. On, I've got a whole bunch of Twitter handles, but oh. I've got 3,500 followers on Twitter, so I'm going to pander to that. So, so I've I've quit doing Enid type stuff on there, and it's all now it's more that Buzz guy. Oh, cool. So, so if you guys want to follow that Buzz guy on Twitter, go to Enid at Enid Buzz, or just type in that Buzz guy, and I should pop up there. So. Pop up, but hit me up on pop, Twitter. Yeah, I like pop, Twitter. Pop music, talk about. So, what are we talking about tonight, Mister Wheeler? The um, you remember those ABC after school specials? Man, I loved, I loved the ABC after school special. It had the little. Uh, had the little uh, gumball, gumball machine. machine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. Now, I don't. There's very few that I remember that stand out. But as I've researched them, I'm uh-huh. like, oh yeah, I remember that one. There's th- three that really stand out to me, which I'll, you know, those are the ones I, I remember the most. But yeah, once I would uh, look on YouTube on a couple of them, I'd be like, oh yeah, I kind of remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but lots uh, of lots of people be. I mean, they were already famous, and, and I noticed like the first couple of episodes in the first season, there wasn't really anybody famous, and then they, then the people started jumping on the bandwagon, and then after that, it was like, oh, I'm going to be on the ABC After School Special. Yeah, and it, and you know, even though we've got, we're not going to delve into the '80s. Right at 1980, some of the big names yeah. jumped onto After School Special. Yeah. So there's a lot of '80s. Actors that were in those early specials. Yeah, Matt Dillon. Not Matt Dillon. Um, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Yeah. Um, that, was in, that was in 80, the one where he was a father, young father. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, that kind of reminds me of me. Because it was the same year and everything. <coughs> it was a big thing back then, having sex with your high school girlfriend and getting her pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think uh, Oklahoma had the highest pregnancy rate at one point teen pregnancy yeah back in that day well i tried you you contributed (laughs) you did did, you did i did my part you know so the after school specials ran from 1972 to 1997 which i had no idea until we started researching this but if you look at all of the episodes the coolest and the best Episodes were in the 70s. Oh, really? And why were the episodes in the 70s cooler than the 80s and the 90s, Mr. Wheeler? Because it was the greatest decade known to man! That's why. That's why. By God. They were very cool. Now, um, there was only like five, six episodes a season. Yeah. They ran, they started, basically they started when school started. And then, Yeah, they went throughout the school year, yeah. not in the summer. Yeah. yeah. And they were, and they weren't weekly. They were no. like once. Well, I don't even know how they. I tried to figure out when they were, but they were sporadic. I think they just put them on whatever. Yeah, I think they were random. And for some reason, in my mind, they were on Wednesdays. And they may not have always been, but for some reason, it always it always stuck out in my mind that they were usually on a Wednesday. Yeah. But these were, yeah, they were definitely after school specials that you'd be sitting there, and they interrupted whatever regular programming was on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what got them into trouble in the 90s. I had read that Oprah oh, kind of took it over in the 90s, and then people were getting PO'd because their talk shows and their soap operas were getting interrupted by after-school specials. So I think that's what finally killed it oh. was in the 90s. But, I was wondering. I mean, they did a lot of uh, – I mean, I, I don't even rem- – I, I don't remember them being so uh, political or not political. Controversial. controversial. They, they, yeah, they they most of the time addressed some pretty big issue, heavy yeah. issue. They tried to do it in a funny, cheesy way, <coughs> but when I was watching them, that never, yeah, that never. At that age, we were just watching them because there were kids our age in yeah. the movie, and it was it was kind of it was an hour movie that was dealing with crud we were dealing yeah. with. Yeah, I don't think we realized we were learning things. No. Nope. Um, but yeah, they everything from everything. I mean, about anything you can think of, they hit on. They they didn't shy away from hardly anything. Yeah, started in October <coughs> of 1972 on ABC. Of course, that's where it got the the name. You mean um, they didn't they didn't show the ABC F School Special on CBS? Well, now CBS did start their own version, and it was called the CBS School something School Special. I mean, it, it, you know, they tried to copy, but yeah. Oh. So yeah, no, ABC, ABC School, After School Special, they're on ABC. Uh, so now, some of them, I kind of forgot about the animated ones, uh-huh. but, you know, a lot of them were, you know, regular actors. Some of them were animated, 
and some of them were presented as documentaries. Yes. Uh, topics included illiteracy, substance abuse, teenage pregnancy, and they won 51 Daytime Emmy Awards in its 25-year run. So it ran for 25 years, and there was a total of 154 episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. But, you know, I'm sure we pretty much... I, I, I'm assuming I probably quit watching them about 1980. Oh, sure. Because I don't remember the... Well, we weren't in school anymore after 81. Yeah, and yeah, we were doing... We were driving! Heck, we didn't have time <laughs> to watch TV. We just had driving. Uh, they were low-budget, single camera. Yeah. Uh, pretty cheesy, you know, not heavy on the acting. Although, as we go through some of these episodes, if you don't remember them, or if you never saw them, you might be a little... Surprised at some of the names we're going to name off. Um, so if you've never seen an ABC after-school special and you grew up in the 70s, let us know. Because that would be interesting for somebody that never saw any of them. Yeah. And if you did see some of them and it's been a while, it's kind of fun to go to YouTube and mm-hmm. watch. They're like about 45 minutes because they take out right. the commercials. Right. And so you can get through one in about 45 minutes. They are kind of fun to watch. Um you know, I don't. Rem- <clears throat> I don't remember. They didn't seem like they were single camera. Yeah, really. They must have. Uh, it's amazing what you can do with one camera. Yeah, I, I noticed. I when I after I read that the uh-huh. the next one that I watched, the kids were coming out of a school in a scene, and the camera was at the front of the school, and it zoomed in real quick to a kid coming out in the door. So it, it almost seemed like two shots, but uh-huh. it was just the camera zooming in real quick for a close up. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they made them real, real low budget, and the point wasn't to win an Oscar; it was to uh, educate, yeah, prove prove a point or something. They don't seem to do they do that anymore? Do they do something? Is there something equivalent today to the ABC After School Special? There are so many channels. There's got to be. I'm sure one of those Disney channels has oh, yeah. some type of show that does something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Of course, this was back when there was just the three. So yeah, yeah. A um, um, couple of the names we'll throw out there before we get to the exact episodes. Jodie Foster. Yeah, she seemed to be. Her and Christy McNichol were kind of the queens of ABC After School Special in the seventies. Yeah, Melissa Sue Anderson. Yeah, and uh, and then there's some names that you may not recognize, but when we tell you who their characters were, like Willie Ames mm-hmm. and um, what was that other kid? Lance Carwin? Yeah, and then there was another. Moosey? Moosey. There was, uh, Lan- yeah, yeah, Lance Kerwin. That was the the one. Yeah, he was, uh, he did James at 15. James at 16. It was 15 first. Well, and then it became 16. <laughs> did, so, he do, did he do a 17? I don't remember. No, I don't think so. So here's the funny thing about that. If you ever wonder <laughs> what Curtis Tucker was like in the 70s, or, well, yeah, I guess junior high and high school, Yeah, it was him. It was James at 15, James at 16. I mean, same, almost same hairstyle, yeah. same kind of body style, bell bottoms, bangs. And so in... I think it was junior, late junior high or early high school, um, Morris. Keith Morris. Do you remember Keith Morris mm-hmm. we went to school with? Mm-hmm. Uh, African-American guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so on James at 15, James at 16, his one of his best friends was an African-American kid. So he and I would go around, I think it was Waller, pretending like we were James at 16 <laughs> and his best friend. <laughs> I do remember I liked that show. Yeah, it was good. But so, but anyway, he started out really young doing these after-school specials, mm-hmm. uh, basically as early as seventy-three. So, yeah, he are there any that you like super duper remember? Uh, no, not really, not really. Um, but the thing is, you'd have to go through. I'm sure if I went through all of them on YouTube, some would stand out. But the titles and the descriptions kind of get. Uh, a little, I don't know, hazy, foggy, whatever, because they're like, hang on, who was in that? What was that one about? Um, and you have to be careful when you're reading the descriptions because I was reading one, and I thought um, Anthony Kiedis 
was the main character, but he wasn't. Yeah, that yeah, that's sometimes the main character was somebody you didn't know, right. and then the backup characters were the famous mm-hmm. people that mm-hmm. eventually became famous. Yeah. Okay, so my favorite one, I literally remember it to this day. Yeah. And when I saw the, t- I had forgotten it though. Yeah. And then when I saw the title, I was like, oh, I remember that episode because um, later, I don't know, eighties maybe. Um, what was that movie? My Bodyguard. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it just called My Bodyguard? Yeah. About the the kid and okay. So anyway, but back before that, in 1973, was one called Hammerman's After You. Yeah. So you don't re- so that that one I I literally distinctly remember the little kid and then the you know hey Hammerman's After You and so the whole through the whole show, um, Lance Kerwin is this kid. His nickname is Mouse. And they're trying to figure out how to prevent uh, Marv Hammerman, the uh, school bully, from beating him up. Because now, do you, did you, so you don't really remember the episode. So up on like the third floor of the school or something, they had this big, that, that thing that shows the apes turning into man. Oh, yeah. And in yeah. the middle is like the Neanderthal, <laughs> Neanderthal guys. Yeah. So he wrote something like, this is Marv Hammerman, or, and drew an arrow. Well, and Marv found out he did it. So, so for the rest of the show, it was Marv Hammerman. You know, is is going to beat you up. And so they go through the the whole show is, uh, you know, Lance Kerwin trying to help him not get beat up by Marv Hammerman. So who was the kid getting beat up? Uh, well, it turns out uh, his name. It wasn't Lance. It wasn't Lance, but he's the kid. That was the boy on Escape to Witch Mountain movies. Oh, that's... Uh, but I can't think of his name off the... I got it here. Hang on. Uh, da, 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 Christian Juntner, I think. Uh, <clears throat> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, Ike Eisen. Eisman. Eisenman. Oh, is that who it is? Yeah. Plays a kid nicknamed Mouse, huh? Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. His best friend, Ezzy, is, is played by Lance Kerwin. And then this that episode... Also had Willie Ames in it at one mm-hmm. point. Was he the bully or no? No, the bully was a no name, but he was he was your typical nineteen seventy twos after school special bully that a little bit heavy set, taller than everybody, right. long straight hair. <laughs> he was all dressed in denim. So 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 if you don't remember the episode, as as it gets through the show. Um, Mouse finally kind of gets brave enough that he figures he's going to go find Hammerman and kind of apologize and see if he can get get out of this deal. Yeah. So he goes and he finds him on his own, and they meet in front of the movie theater. Oh. And, uh, of course, Hammerman has one of his buddies with him who's trying to egg on the fight, and Mouse is apologizing and all this. And um, so eventually Hammerman punches him in the stomach and and then the other guy kind of grabs him and throws him at Hammerman again so Hammerman hits him in the chest and then he comes up and he pops him in the face and makes his nose bleed and then the other kid is you know wanting to finish and beat him up and Hammerman looks at him and is like no you know okay I'm cool and so so uh so Mouse actually gains a little respect for the bully because he he understood you've had enough you apologized I'm gonna let you off the hook and so anyway yeah, yeah. so that was definitely my favorite I mean I remember <laughs> Hammerman's after you I just I remember that as a kid 1973 what are we doing kid the the smart alecky kid who wrote Hammerman on the thing kind of reminds me of me yeah now that was a kid <laughs> from which mountain movies he yeah. was the the brother that had the powers. Yeah. In, in the Witch Mountain. Movies. In Witch Mountain, yeah. yeah. Yeah, with Jodie Foster. No, it wasn't Jodie Foster. No, it was... Uh, that's right. We talked... Uh, what's her name? Yes. We talked about... You know that about. episode got lost and we've never... What? We did an episode of Christy McNichol with those other girls and it never... Remember your oh, computer yeah. glitched out and we never redid the episode. That's right. We but what was her name? Um, uh, hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Anyway. What was the name of that episode? What was that episode about? That, well, no, which Escape to Witch Mountain was. She was in that movie. I know, I know, but which episode did we lose? I think it was Christy McNichol, but oh, we didn't. That's right. We didn't have enough information to go an hour on Christy McNichol. So towards the end of the episode, we started talking about some of the other hot young actresses our age back then, and one of them was her. Yeah. So we need to do that again. Yeah. 
Yeah, because Christy McNichols. I was thinking I could dig it up on your computer, and I just haven't ever tried to find it. By now, I wouldn't know even where to look by now. It's probably long gone. Good luck on this old guy. Anyway. Okay, so and then my second one. I can't believe you don't remember. I I remember this now, 1976. Yeah. So this would have been just after Staten moved to Enid, because I remember saying this all of the time. And to this, if you had asked me yesterday, why did you guys say that? <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to tell you where it came from. But it was, you can do it, Duffy Moon. Duffy Moon, yeah. You can do it, Duffy Moon. That's, that's where that came from. I, I, we, I, said, we said that for years. Yeah, when I was writing this down last night, I was like, that must have been where they came we from. We used to always say and even up through high school, we would say, I don't, just for fun, you'd say, oh, come on, you could do it, Duffy Moon. Uh-huh. And so that's where you can do it, Duffy Moon, came from. <coughs> oh, you know what? I, I, may, I think I may be wrong. The mouse guy was a different actor, and so the kid in Duffy Moon was the witch mountain guy. Yeah, he is. I'm looking at him right here. Yeah. So the kid, the kid was kind of an unknown guy in the Hammerman episode, the main character, the mouse character. So yeah, so the the Witch Mountain guy was the main guy in. He was Duffy Moon, and so so basically, this kid is wanting to get a little more. What he wants to? Hang on, got a little clip from here. You can do it, Duffy Moon. I am in total control. I can make anything happen. I am a completely new person. <laughs> he would hold his breath. You can do it, Duffy Moon. Dr. Flamel said there'd be skeptics like you. He had that crow. Giant crow on his head. You could do it. So he reads a book or something in the book. Yeah, so so Duffy was a sixth grader that needed to, he needed some more confidence. He wanted to think big, so he bought this book, and the book was written by Thurston Howell from Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island. Island. Yeah, and so he reads it, and this book tells you that if you think positive and you think you can do it, you can do it. And so so Duffy Moon gets in different situations, and one of them is a bully situation where Boots. McAfee is going to beat him up, and so so the the kids from Boots McAfee's gang keep running into him, and um, Lance Kerwin, mm-hmm. I th- think, is in that one too. Yes, he is. He's kind of his older buddy, and he um, things happen, and Duffy Moon thinks it's happening because of his powers when actually Kerwin's in the background saying, "Don't beat him up," you know. You know, and so so anyway, so anyway, it's towards the end of the episode, the gang finally catches up with him, and by then, Duffy Moon has decided it's all bunk, and he doesn't believe it anymore, and he's got his own self confidence. So he, at by the end of the episode, so so then the gang's there, and they're like, "Hey, man, are you ready to fight or meet Boots McAfee?" And you know, so the the gang parts ways, and it shows this pair of boots. You know, walking through him, you're like, "Oh crud, he's going to get beat up by Boots McAfee," and walks up, and it's a chick. She's the she's like the head of the gang, but she's a chick, and she's cool, and they become <laughs> friends. And anyway, uh, so the whole time we didn't meet, we didn't meet Boots till the end. Not till the end. Oh man! So everybody's wondering who this Boots character is. Oh, yeah, funny. but the cool thing about that is, it was about a sixth grader, and I think I was in the sixth grade. Right around seventy six, uh, yeah. So I mean, and then the kids, both of those kids, look like we looked. Had, yeah. We all had the same hairstyle, wore the same clothes. So it, it just those two episodes were definitely I remember to this day both of those episodes, especially the you can do it, Duffy Moon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I do actually. I do remember that one now that we now that I see it and we talk about it. What about the episode with Christopher Knight and Eve Plum? Yeah, that one was Sarah's Summer of the Swans. I don't know. I don't remember what it is about. Do you? I don't remember it. I I really don't remember it at all. But um, teenage Sarah uh, was confronting problems regarding her mentally challenged brother, and it co-starred Christopher Knight and Eve Plum. And that that was one thing they tackled. 
so, so living in Enid, there's always something cool about Enid. So yeah. the thing about Enid was back in the day in the '70s, we had a an area of Enid that had a place called the Enid State School, and it was a I it wasn't really a school, but it was called a school. Yeah. But it was a facility. It was a campus for mentally retarded kids, and so Enid has always been closely associated with retarded kids. Right. And I say retarded because. What do we call it? Nat, mentally handy, mentally challenged, challenged. Mentally challenged. I notice on these episodes they call them retarded. We don't. I know that in Enid we don't use the word retarded anymore. But back in the day, so it was called Enid State School, and so we grew up in Enid around a lot of mentally challenged, Down syndrome kids, things like that. And my neighbor, when I lived on Grant. He was. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy used yeah. to ride the bike around our block. Mm-hmm. It was a three wheeler bike, and he was like, he was like in his twenties. I say he was an adult, but he looked like he was a little kid. But and then he had this thing that he put on his finger. It was like a, and he would just ride that bike and stare at that thing on his finger for hours and hours. But. And he he loved Elvis. So, well, you know, we were neighbors, so we'd go over and talk to him every now and then. And he had Down syndrome. But anyway, the point is we grew up, you know, and it wasn't a big thing to see a kid with Down syndrome or or to know somebody because that's just – Enid was – and it still is – really helps families that have, you know, family members in that situation. And so anyway, uh, it's interesting that a lot of these shows dealt with kids – that were mentally handicapped in, in one way or another. And so I think for us, it just was kind of like an everyday thing. Even way back in 74. Yeah, but that's what that episode was about. I don't really remember. I didn't have time to, like, watch um, any of the outtakes or anything. There's a little bit of it. Hey, Charlie. What you got there? Can I see it? I won't hurt it. I think this is a scene with... Roy! With uh, Christopher Knight and E. Plum. Give me my water. Hey, where's your string man bodyguard when you need her, Charlie? There he is. Give me my watch. Here comes Christopher Knight. He's going to save the day. I'm going to go get my sister, Sarah! Sarah! So, is that the little kid supposed to be retarded? Hey. Uh, What do you think you're doing? I don't know. What's the big idea? Let's get out of here. Come to (laughs) Streamy. Anyway, there's Christopher Knight. You dirty rotten thank you. <laughs> Poor Christopher Knight. <coughs> he, he got he got caught with the watch, but it wasn't him. He was the good guy. Yeah, and see, there was another episode that dealt with the same subject, which I remember, and it was called Hewitt's Just Different. The problem is, I haven't been able to find a video of that episode. What year was that? It was seventy-seven. But I remember the episode because I remember when I when I see a picture of the kid, and I don't know if it's Moosey Dreyer or not, but the the kid that was supposedly mentally handicapped in that episode, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that episode. Real blonde hair, looked like kind of a surfer kid, but he was kind of mental, kind of slow, and it was about him and one of his friends, uh, mentally challenged, 16 year old attempts to make friends. With his neighborhood peers. And you couldn't find a video? I could not find a video. I found some some still photos of him, but I could not find a video anywhere of Hewitt's Just Different. Let's see, Let's see what I found here. See if you can find a... Look up a picture real quick and you, see if you recognize it. But as soon as I saw the picture, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that, that episode. It was episode one of season six. Oh, this is one of those dang sites that takes forever to do stuff I should know better. Yeah, and again, that was 1977, uh, starring Moosey Dreyer, Russell Johnson, and Tom Gulliger. Gulliger. I always like say, I always like Moosey. He had that funny voice, that kind of that. Oh, it was kind of a raspy-ish type voice. How come? How come I can't paste? What the heck's going on? Hang on, I'll find it here. Okay, I'm going to move. Uh, 1976, listen to the names in this 1976 episode of Me 
and dad's new wife. Oh, yeah. And so so another big thing in the 70s for a lot of you that grew up in the 70s was divorce and, mm-hmm. um, you know, remarried and stepkids and, and all that stuff. So me and dad's new wife was about 12-year-old Nina Beckwith, who was played by Chris- Christy McNichol. She was dealing with her stepmother. This this episode co-starred Lance Kerwin, yeah. Melody Britt, Leaf Garrett, and Jimmy McNichol. Yeah. Leaf Garrett, right there on the after school special. Yeah. By he golly. Was, so he was the uh the new mom's son. So it would have been her half brother. Stepbrother. Step stepbrother. Stepbrother. And so she so it's the beginning of the school year. So she's gone away at camp all summer. She goes uh she comes home and her dad got remarried while she was gone. So the first day. It's always fun. Yeah. So the first day of school, uh, junior high, first day of junior high, got different classes and stuff. You know, and she's a little bitty thing. I was I was watched it last night, and um, so they, uh, they. She's pretty smart. She's in this like gifted advanced math class. Goes in this classroom. A bunch of her friends are there, and she had and she hadn't even met the new mom yet. Wow. Yeah. So I guess, she, so apparently she was living with her mom, but hasn't, you know, and sees her dad whenever. Teacher comes in. Teacher's really cool, blah, blah, blah. And teacher says, oh, I'm going to write my name on the board. It's her It's her mom. Oh, it's her, really? Her yeah, teacher's her? Her stepmom. Really? So the, uh, the, uh, what are you doing? Taking pictures over? So the, 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 uh, the whole, the whole show is about the kids all getting together and trying to run the teacher off. Oh really? Yeah, and they kind of do, you know, because junior high, junior high kids can be assholes. Oh yes, we were. <laughs> so um, especially to a weak-minded female teacher. I mean, you could smell a weak-minded female teacher a mile away, and if yeah. we had one, we would drive her insane. Yeah, or to drinking. <laughs> well, now that was yeah, that that was the older ones that were. Tipping into the bar. We had at least I, I had at least two two teachers that drank in class. Really? Yeah, at least two. I know. I remember the one. Who, who's the other one? I'm not gonna. I see. I think we've talked about this before, and I felt bad when I mentioned names before. So, well, well, well just don't. Yeah. What floor was she on? It was junior high. Well, which floor? Which room? Oh, second. What subject? Uh, English. Another English one. Well, no, well, no. That there was that one, yeah. and then there was a dude at high school. Oh, 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 oh and he okay. was in vocabulary building. Oh, okay. Yeah, he. I think he had like a thermos. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, dude. Uh, uh, you can I wouldn't blame him, especially today. I think the kids are worse today than we were. Oh, heck yeah! It was terrible. We no. at least we had a little bit of fear of getting in trouble and going to the principal. Oh, Nowadays, yeah. oh yeah, they could care less. Yeah, because that's when I quit being an asshole in so much in schools when I got my first SWATs. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, we got so we got off top off topic there. Off topic. Uh, oh yeah. So she's um, uh, and then um, then there's a big school dance and she meets Leaf Garrett. I can't remember his name in the movie, but uh, uh, he. Choose her out for being mean to his mom, and and it's funny because he's like this real wise, uh, um, you know, knowledgeable kid. And if you know Leaf Garrett, you know, uh, yeah. I was like, man, that kid could act because <laughs> it's not even a Leaf Garrett type character. Yeah, that's so, funny. But I didn't, I didn't. Uh, is that the one with Jimmy McNichol too? Yeah, I never saw him in it, and I was just bouncing around. Yeah, he probably wasn't in it very. I didn't think he was. I don't remember seeing his name in the credits, but anyway, huh. Interesting. You know, I ran across something the other day. I think it was a photo. I was going through some old photos on my computer. Yeah. And there was like a picture that I'd taken of something my mom had. Oh, she had she had like written down all of her prior addresses, like from high school on. <clears throat> and wow. so anyway, going by her addresses, I think we moved back to Enid in 1970. So they must have gotten divorced in 69 or 70. So so basically, my entire seventies was with with a single mom, no yeah. no parent, no no married parent. See, and then I didn't know anybody that had a divorced parent. Uh, probably until I met you. I was gonna say, out of all of the guys in our band and all the guys on Broadway, I was the only kid that had 
a divorce divorced parents out huh. of everybody, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Kind of weird. Nowadays, everybody's getting divorced. That's yeah. what you do, man. It's a cool thing. You there know, you go. I'm just kidding. I shouldn't say yeah. I shouldn't say, good Lord, help me. Uh, 1973, there was Rookie of the Year, where 11-year-old ah. Sharon Lee, a.k.a. Jodie Foster, encounters mm-hmm. opposition when she... Now, I kind of remember this one, too. She joins her brother's Little League baseball team, which happens to be, of course, all-male. Uh, 1972 was when girls were allowed on Little League teams. I can't believe it was that far back that they were letting girls on uh, Little League baseball teams. But So that was what the – I kind of remember the movie. It was, it was pretty controversial back then. Um, I do remember that one. Having a girl, 1973, I mean, that was pretty dang early. Yeah, that was the first season – or first episode of that season. She was also on the last episode of the season before – uh, da, 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 da. old Jody, Jody Foster. Let me get to some. Uh, let me get to some meaty parts here. Oh, she was a pitcher, you know, and she also did uh, Bad News Bears. Yeah, I wonder if that's how. Or she no, did. no, that wasn't Jody. That was uh, Tatum. Tatum. That's right. Good play. Keep this house. It reminds you not to step back. Uh, I love that early Jodie Foster voice. Yeah. Okay, 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 listen. We have some bad news. Uh-oh. You mean Greg can't play? Aww. It really doesn't matter. Anybody who's really good enough is already on the team. I don't think Jody's on the team yet. Well, there's Gene Gratz and Scotty. They're not bad. No way. They're both gone for the summer. Well, there must be somebody. There's no time <gasps> for anybody. Could it be? Hang on. Then why can't we use Sharon? Sharon? <laughs> huh. Hmm. He's right. <clears throat> ah. Okay. Here's your chance. How about it? <laughs> so, and then the uh, then the 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 ensuing uh, chaos begins after that. Yes, a girl on a baseball team. You can't have girls in baseball. <laughs> but apparently they did way back in seventy three. Nineteen seventy three. So seventy two though was when they actually in real life allowed girls on little league teams. I don't know if that was like by court order or uh mm. what what that was. Huh. You know, it took up until just a year or two ago to have girls in Boy Scouts. Isn't that weird? <sighs> girls could be in Little League baseball in seventy two, but it took until almost twenty twenty for them to be in Boy Scout? Why would girls want to be in Boy Scouts? Dude, why would they want to be in Boys Little League? I don't know. I don't understand. Well, because they don't have a girls little league. Well, get one. <laughs> well, okay, so there so okay, I can understand doing the baseball thing. Because you know, you want to play baseball, you're good at baseball, you want to play baseball. So you gotta join the the boys baseball team because there is no girls little league. Well, they had softball. But it's different. And but Boy Scouts well, they have Girl Scouts, so go do the Girl Scout thing. Yeah, but the Girl Scouts don't pull out buck knives and spit and scratch their nuts and <laughs> all the other stuff you do at Boy Scout camp. I guess, I guess. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Times, they are changing. They are changing. Okay, so talk about times they are changing. How about the 1977 episode, My Mom's Having a Baby? Having my baby. Oh, no. Talk about groundbreaking. The program would be historic as it was the first, the first television program of its kind in the United States to showcase the pregnancy process and conception to young people using a combination of animation and live action. And I think it showed an actual birth happening. What? Now, I don't remember the episode, but I believe I read... Um, on some of the history of that episode that it actually at some point showed a vaginal birth of a baby. Now, yes, yes. 77. Yes. 
Oh. That's what I read. I don't remember the episode, but that's what well, I Well, I'm sitting there. Now, it may have been animation. Oh. That may have been the animation part, but. Well, uh, hang on. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> what are you looking at over there? Uh, hang on. <laughs> that looks like a real. <laughs> a real what? What are you looking at over there? Yeah, I'll be dang. They got a hoo ha on ABC after school special? Hang on. So, what they did was they showed the baby coming out, but they have a towel. Oh. So, okay. it's coming through the towel. Okay. But that's a real pregnancy. That's not. Okay. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was groundbreaking. It was the first time that one was showed basically to kids on TV. That's where babies come from. That's where babies come from, right there, boy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Nin- who, 1977. Who was in that? Anybody famous or was it just... I didn't... No, I don't think so. I think it was just more groundbreaking than having any... I think it was almost more of one of those documentary type yeah. instead of like an acting type one. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't remember that. I do not remember that one either, but I don't think I would have been interested in that in 1977. <laughs> Watching uh, a baby being born? Yeah. yeah. That's a real that's a real baby. That's yeah. a I mean, that's a real baby being he's got goo all over him and everything. Okay. Now here's a title I remember. Yeah. <clears throat> from 1978. I don't really remember the episode. Yeah. Dinky Hawker. Dinky Hawker? Do you remember Dinky Hawker? No, I don't even have it in my notes. Overweight Dinky. teenager Susan Dinky Hawker, played by Wendy Jo Sperber, is obsessed with food and cannot stop eating. Finally, she turns to a friend who helps her change her eating habits, co-starring June Lockhart and Alan Oppenheimer as Dinky's parents. Dinky Hawker. I think I think it might have been based on a book or a lot of these are based on books. And I yeah, noticed I noticed um, the same author over and over again. I can't remember her name, but apparently she uh, she wrote several of these. Yeah, so I don't really remember the episode of Dinky Hawker, but I, I for some reason I do remember that name. <laughs> There's Dinky Hawker right there running down the sidewalk. She's a large girl. Oh, that kind of sounds like a Starsky and Hutch music or something. Come on, Dinky. Come on, Dinky. <laughs> I have a dog named Dinky. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> barely. He's barely hanging on. And when he spits, he's Dinky Hawker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody... Uh, Alan Oppenheimer's in it. So I think that uh, that was a... Uh, she was chubby. That was a weight problem episode dealing with uh, your eating habits. So what did they not talk about? Um, um, I don't know. I don't remember. I mean. I think that porn. I don't think they had an episode <laughs> on being addicted to porn <clears throat> that I remember. They probably would today. Yeah. Um, so that one was in 78. Was there anything in 79? Uh, Which Mother's Mine? Seemed to do a lot of the... Uh, oh, that was a biological mother episode. Uh, da, 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 there da, was da. the late, great me story of a teenage alcoholic. That was in 79. That was the actual last uh, 70s episode. 15-year-old girl takes up drinking to impress a boy. Instead, she soon develops a serious problem. Mm. Based, of course, on a novel. Where teen- where do teenagers come from? That was another one. Yeah. So let's just for fun. Yo. Let's just jump into the eighties and just to, just to touch on the people. Oh, hang on. Let me let me get three more. Oh, here. oh go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh seventy three, my dad lives in a downtown hotel. Yeah. Again, I think that had the kid from Witch Mountain. Mm-hmm. And it starred as a divorced parent, Bo, Bo Bridges. Bridges. Yeah, yep. he was uh, Joe Senior, and so he and his wife got divorced, and uh, he ended up living in a downtown hotel. Um, had to go somewhere. Eisenman, who was the kid from Witch Mountain, also mm-hmm. I had forgotten was in Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. 
That's right, he is. Yeah. So, uh, 1977, The Pinballs, in this adaption of Betsy Byer, Byar's novel, Three Orphans, portrayed by Christy McNichol, mm-hmm. um, and two other kids' backgrounds find themselves living with the same foster parents. All three wait to be adopted. So okay. there's your adoption episode. Okay, that was a novel by the... It's, it's Betsy Byers. Okay, she's the one that wrote most of the novels. Yeah, I've noticed her name over and over again. And then the Melissa Sue Anderson episode was 1977's Very Good Friends, uh, Sensitive Kate, gradually comes to terms with the accidental, accidental death of her younger sister. Uh, and that was Melissa Sue Anderson. Rosanna Arquette. Yeah, she was in one. Yeah. She was on the uh, Golden Globes the other night. Really? Yeah. Did she have deaf parents there, too? No. Anyway, that's what the her De- episode. Deaf, deaf episode. She <laughs> had deaf parents. Yeah. And people dealing with that. Uh, yeah. They just dealt with everything. It was crazy. I don't remember, especially the later ones, because like, by then we were, like you said, 78, we were pretty mobile. Yeah. Um, there was an episode that dealt with William Shakespeare stuff, uh, kind of a modern version. Yeah. There was the very first one, the very first uh, ABC after school special was called Last of the Curlews. Yeah. And it was uh, basically a debate on whether to kill or not kill an Eskimo curlew, which is, I guess, kind of a, at that time, extinct, about to be extinct bird maybe it's a bird his father and his son were hunting i well maybe i'm saying i'm i'm thinking it was a bird but maybe not a curlew uh anyway that was the first one uh some of the other um cyrano there was one that took uh kind of a oh replay of the cyrano de vergerac story the kid the guy with the big nose you know that falls Mm -hmm. in love with roxanne i guess steve martin did roxanne a movie on that. Anyway, they did an episode on that. There was The Runaways, um, small town teenage girl uh, runs off with a wiser boy for survival. That was Moosey. Moosey. Magical mystery trip through Little Red's head. What the hell? That's kind of, <laughs> that sounds like a, uh, yeah, that could be. Uh, it's a, it, I think that, I'm not, I think that might have been an animated one. Obviously, because shrinking. Yeah, Timer shrinks down two youngsters and shows them around their teenage sister's head to discover how the mind works. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the animated on that one. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, who, I'm looking real quick to see if there's any of the other famous names from the 70s. Oh, Tim Conway and Ruth Buzzy. Yeah. They, they did the, uh, the one, uh, tried to, it, was, it was, apparently it was live action and animation. They were. Educating young people on classical music, which kind of sounds boring. Now, here's one I wish I had watched. What's that? 1974, The Toothpaste Millionaire. Aspiring 12-year-old entrepreneur Rufus decides to create and sell his own brand of toothpaste. Rufus? I I didn't know they tackled entrepreneurism back in the 70s. I didn't know there was entrepreneurs back in the 70s. I didn't know there was either. There's always been entrepreneurs. There was a skating rink episode, which featured... Ron Howard's dad from Oklahoma. Rance. Rance Howard. Rance. Rance is from Oklahoma, if you guys didn't know that. Uh, I that. There was one about a Puerto Rican kid. There was The Secret Life of T.K. Deering, which is another Jodie Foster uh, episode. And so anyway, you guys let us know uh, what your favorite ones were. Um, Fawn Story was another Christy McNichol one. She was in quite a few of them. Like I said, it was uh, pretty close between her and Jodie Foster as, uh, as far as the famous people and the, the most. Um, I'm, th- I'm thinking Christy McNichol probably. Yeah. yeah. She blossomed. She blossomed. Yes, she did. We'll have to redo that episode. So, yeah, the lost episode. I think we've, lo- we've lost two episodes. One was about Christy McNichol and one was about money. It was a whole episode we talked about money and what things cost in the 70s. Oh, oh. It was, yeah, what, how much people made. And oh, really? For some reason, I can't remember why that one disappeared, but somehow it disappeared oh. too. So yeah. we do have two lost episodes somewhere. The lost episodes. Yeah. Um, there was Mighty Moose and the Quarterback Kid with coach, football coach Dave Madden. 
1976. Uh, talking about the conflict between a star quarterback and the boy's father. And uh, Melissa Sue Anderson was in another one. Moosey was in another one. Uh, Red Tag Champs about uh, the philosophy of winning isn't everything. It's the only thing starring Larry B. Scott, 1978. So anyway, yeah, there's your 70s ones. Um I didn't really gather a whole lot of info on the 80s, so you're going to kind of have to run with uh, some of the big names. Oh, just, Ed is. It's just funny. Uh, starting in the 80s, uh, there's Rob Lowe. We didn't, we didn't talk about Were we talking about that off air or on there? Uh, you mentioned him. Yeah. Yeah. So he was a young young father. Her and him and Dan. Dan remember Dana Plato? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were messing around. They got pregnant. Hey, they can't do that. Well, they did. Hey, lady. So, uh, mm-hmm. and then there was one with Danny Aiello, uh, did, 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 Scott Bayo, uh, another Rob Lowe, another Scott Bayo. I'm just cruising through here real quick. Name off some of the titles. I can probably find that, too. That was kind of the fun thing is going through some of the titles of the episodes. The one with Rob Lowe is his father was Schoolboy Father. It was actually... There was one called Stoned. Who was the star in Stoned? Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo, okay. He's a motivated high schooler. He started to experiment with marijuana, and it led him to harder drugs. Oh, no, it always does. LSD, quaaludes, and cocaine. Oh, my God. How did we ever survive? Oh, my gosh. Um, let's see. Uh, she drinks a little. That's one. Looking for big names here. Well, you know, you think. David Huddleston? David Huddleston? David Huddleston. David Huddleston. Sounds David familiar. Huddleston. Why is that name familiar? Sounds familiar. Uh, I may have to go back and watch a couple of the uh, 80s episodes because I literally didn't even know it was on in the 80s. Yeah, really. Uh, Robert Reed, Nancy McKeon, Patty Duke, Sean Austin. Uh, they're brothers. Sean Astin. Sean Astin, yeah. They're real life. Yeah, uh, mom, and, mom and dad. I mean, mom, son, and, mom and son. Mom and son. Jennifer Jason Lee, Marion Ross. Uh, Marion? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Kirk Cameron. Uh, Moosey, he's getting older. Uh, River and Leaf Phoenix. Yeah. I. Oh, uh, yeah. The uh, Backwards, the Riddle of Dyslexia. Yeah. Uh, Joaquin. Uh, uh, Scott Bayo was in several of them. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Golly. Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, Seth Green. <laughs> that I Yeah, I, I ran across that somewhere. I need to watch that. I'd like to watch that one. That'd be kind of... I want to go home. That'd be funny. Uh, Val Kilmer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Anson Williams. Uh, Jennifer Grey. Uh, Moose was even doing them in the 80s Matthew Lawrence Golly Michael York Jimmy McNichol was still Jason Bateman What was Jason's sister's Justine Oh no Justine Bateman was in one actually Yeah Louis Arquette Another Arquette Ronnie Cox Man So now we're getting up into the mid late 80s Ian Ziering, um, Joey Travolta, <laughs> uh, golly, Rob Stone, Ricky Lake, uh, who else here? Loretta Swit, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. I know there's more. Wow, there's one. uh, Will Smith. How about Daddy Can't Read from 1988, starring as himself, Michael Jackson? Oh, really? Yeah. See, there's Vince Vaughn. Golly. It's just a whole Oprah. Anyway, there's your... uh, A lot of them. Yeah. Just trying to... Yeah, so cool. So basically, these were kind of on par with, uh, <clears throat> again, I, we haven't, maybe we'll have to do an episode of, there's like shows like, well, but those are 80s. Like, eight is enough. Um, 
What was the other show with the big family? Waltons? Eight. No, there was Eight is Enough, and then there was... Big Family... Yeah. Uh, Who's it, in it? I, I don't know. It's It just left my head. But, uh, you know, shows like James at 16, a lot of shows with younger kids as major characters. Even, right. yeah, even the Waltons. Yeah. Um, we might have to figure out an episode of... Of like that shows that yeah. starred kids. Oh yeah, that'd be good in the seventies. Yeah, because that way we could associate. And then when the commercials came on, we wanted to go buy that stuff, so we made our parents go buy that stuff because we saw it on the show that we like to watch because we related to the things. Yeah, and that you know, I'm sure these after school specials and stuff is where we got our hairstyles and our clothing choices. And really think so? I, I yeah, I'm pretty sure I had to have gotten them somewhere. It wasn't like there was internet. No. Or, I mean. I kind of followed my older siblings. Yeah, I mean, I literally look just like Lance Kerwin. I mean, <laughs> I, I must have, yeah. I, that that was, saved straight hair. That was my look. Straight. Yeah. Remember back when you had hair? When I had hair. When we had a band. Remember the band? Let's get uh, the band back together. We yeah. are Rossinante. Okay, how are we doing on time over there? <laughs> Have we used up our episode? Yes, it's about time to wrap things up. Well, again, I hope we didn't bore you people that have never seen an ABC after school special. If you haven't, again, go check out YouTube. All over YouTube. And I would Commercial say free on YouTube too. Yeah. My I would say go get the uh Hammerman's After You episode. That one's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Duffy Moon's pretty funny. And then Hewitt's just different. I think that would be a good one to watch, too. So there's a bunch of them. More Christian McNichol one. But uh, yeah. you guys check them out. And again, if there's somebody out there that you grew up in the 70s in the United States of America and you never saw an ABC After School special, let us know. Because I'm sure there was quite a few kids that... You know, maybe they were playing baseball or had practice after school that never saw them. Did it have a, I don't remember, like an opening. Yeah, like a jingle or a low. I don't think they did. I don't either. If they did, they didn't attach it to the YouTubes. But I remember the gumball machine. So it seems like there would have been an intro, but I think think the movies just started, just like a regular movie. Uh Uh-huh. And I say movie, they were actually TV an hour. TV movies. Yeah. 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 But anyway, um, After School Special was an immediate hit, drawing an average of 9.4 million viewers between 1972 and 74. That's a lot. That's quite a few. That's And that's when I, yeah, I, early to mid-70s is the episodes I remember. So. Cool. Anyway, Cool. You guys go to iTunes, leave us a comment about this episode, hit us up on Facebook or find Todd on Instagram. Find me on Twitter or no, find Todd on, what's your TikTok? Oh, my TikTok. Uh, yeah, you guys, let's all connect on TikTok. Follow yeah. each other on TikTok. Uh, let me. I, I think I'm that buzz guy on TikTok. You're that buzz guy. <laughs> I am Toddzilla1963. On TikTok. You yep. guys hit us up on TikTok. Show us your best videos. Somebody put on a 70s uh tiktok we should probably i want to see that. your i want to see your best 70s tiktok and we, we should be doing that. well we should i can't think of anything but we will <laughs> we'll put something on there so anyway you guys again thanks for checking in 580-541-3805 is our hotline if you guys want to leave us a voice message or you can email us buzz at buzzheadmedia.com and uh, a lot of you have sent in tons of show ideas <coughs> continue to send those show ideas because Dang. we're eventually going to get down to where we have nothing left but rock groups and movies and because we've it's yeah i want to do the b-side challenge the b-side yeah we, we're gonna do and we're yeah we super do i super duper apologize for the little, was it the last episode or the prior one the episode where we played what was i what was the music for um, um. <laughs> I, and i can't even our memory is gone what uh, uh, Whatever songs I played, nobody could hear because I wasn't plugged directly into oh, the live albums. It was live, live albums. albums. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't. Pl- and that was a heavy music episode. Yeah, I bet people are bored out of their gourd. Oh, I don't. I don't know. 
they had me sing. I'll have to go back and listen. I, I was singing along, so, you know, that carried the, that carried, <laughs> that carried the show. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, anyway, we we, we apologize that the sound – I, I – well, I would have sworn it, it, you guys would have been able to hear better than what it sounded well, like. Well, it worked in the past. It just didn't work really well. So we're gonna we're gonna hook you up. We're gonna connect. We're gonna put plug Curtis's computer to the board. So it'll be. But ready. I've never we've never done an episode where I played that much of my own. Usually you're the one playing the. And that one it was just that there were so many live albums yeah. we both had to play just to keep up. So yeah. anyway, we might actually even. Either readdress that one or go in and fill in. I don't. Who knows? You guys have already listened to it, most of you. So I don't know that we need to do anything. But anyway, send us your ideas, and you guys have a uh, great week. Uh, start to your new decade. Oh, it's a which, new decade. Which is not the greatest decade known to man, but it could give it a run for its money. We'll see what happens. But what are they, are they, they're calling it the Roaring Twenties. The Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Nothing will compare to the even even the twenty seventies won't compare. To the 1970s. That's right, by golly. Yeah. 2070. So, think we'll get there? Um, I'm planning on it. That's yeah. what? How many years away? 50? Yeah. I'm, I'm kicking out at 102, so if it's longer than 102, I won't be. I figure uh, I'll be done at 102. No, you won't make it then. Okay. I'm, uh, I'll be that, good. You'll get to 65. That's good for me. Go back to the 60s. That's when I was born. <laughs> I'm going to be 100 anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess we're good out of here. Cheerleader. See ya.